Cheers to you, dear listeners, and welcome to Metal Gear Mondays, the most thorough Death Stranding podcast on the internet. I am your host, Sam Wright. It's here, BB. It's here, BB. It's Death Stranding. It came out last uh, last Friday, and uh, we've been playing it. And we wanted to kind of ahead of our uh, uh, actual episodes on the subject. We wanted to kind of talk about our first impressions, mechanics, and things like that, and kind of get that out of the way uh, up top. Um, but I can't do it alone. I've got to introduce. Uh, a person that's that's been doing it with me the last couple of weeks, of course. Who else would it be but Cole Duncan? Hey guys. <laughs> hey Cole. Hey, what's going on, Sam? <laughs> you sound a little weird. How's a? Uh, are you, you feeling okay? I just got back from the beach. Oh, from the beach. From the beach. Is that the Nicki Minaj's version of the beach, or like, what do you? Uh, just you know, me and my friend Amelie. You you know you kind of you, you and your friend Amelie. <laughs> How's that doing? How's that doing for you? I think it, I think it might just be all the monster energy drinks. Yeah, yeah, monster sons really, really. Uh, he does. He Sam does kind of feel a little dehydrated every time you pump out those grenades. So it's all that monster energy, that monster sun, right? Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Who the fuck is that? Is that Alessia Summerfield? Hey, what's going on, you guys? It's been a long time what's, since what's the rock on? and roll. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, yeah I uh, I carved out some of Alessia's time, and we're uh, it's, we're rocking it old school. Oh yeah, me and AC uh, talking about first impressions. Um, Cole um, Cole had to attend a, a wedding today, and we wanted to give him as much time as possible to play the game for the episodes proper. So. Me and Alessia were rocking it old school. Welcome yeah. back, sir. Hey. Which is weird. I feel like now we're in this bizarro love triangle. Uh, just to throw mm. a little New Order reference out there. Um, <laughs> me and Cole were also both streaming Death Stranding at midnight on launch night. Mm-hmm. So there's a little there's a little uh, uh, au pair action going on. <laughs> a little au pair <laughs> I don't think you know what that word no, means. I absolutely do not. It had the word pair in it, so I just jumped there. Sounds good. Yeah. Did it, you you jumped there? Did you use an umbrella? <laughs> oh yes, of course. I had a. There was a woman with old hands, and she touched me. <laughs> a woman with old hands. Excuse me, sir. Have you seen a woman come through here? She had old hands. <laughs> <laughs> the oldest hands um yeah so we're gonna kind of talk a little bit about um about like wh- what we've thought about the game so far um alessio you're somewhere inside of chapter three currently or episode three right now yeah i think i'm, I'm um, close to the end of it i'm roughly give or take probably about 20 hours into the game mm. i think i've done some side stuff but yeah mm-hmm. um and me i moments before we started recording i finished uh, episode four so we've got a, a decent chunk of the game in 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 our systems and we're gonna we're gonna talk about it but first we want to uh, talk about a couple of things alessio did some cool stuff last week in the lead up to uh, the game and we're going to kind of talk about how the stream went and everything like that um but i wanted to first kind of talk about our uh, Patreon, because we're making a little bit of, we're doing a little bit of a change up with the uh, with the Patreon uh, going forward. Um, 
I think for the for the better. Um, uh, so yeah, so what we want to be like super transparent. You know, time is a thing that we have had uh, a bit of trouble with recently. Everybody's very busy, and we're trying our best to kind of like keep giving you the the folks on the Patreon, you know, cool stuff to like make it worth your while. And um, so now we're going to be paying every patron their donation back to them. No, no, okay, don't, I'm kidding. Do, don't tell, don't tell we're them tripling that. your donation into your own <laughs> PayPal. <laughs> we're passing the savings on to you. <laughs> um, no. So one of the things that we have been very um, cognizant of in the recent weeks is that um our, we've kind of slowed down on our video content a little bit, and that is a pretty core piece of one of our uh, one of our tiers. Um, and we super feel bad about that. Um, it's it's just we've been finding time within our schedules to to nail down how and logistically how to do that um, has been a nightmare. Um, so we're kind of shifting around. Um, our perks a little bit we are what we're doing is the $25 tier um we are eliminating and we're taking the perks that were in that tier which i believe i think the primary one is the uh, monthly hangout um and we're folding it into the $10 tier um and then we're taking the $100 tier and we're reducing it to 50 um and so it goes one dollar will stay the same. Two dollar will stay the same, and five dollar will stay the same. Ten dollar will now include the hangout monthly hangout, and we're going to instead of doing Google Hangouts, we're going to um, create a voice channel on our Discord. Um, so if you are if you are in the Patreon at any tier, you have access to the Discord. So we're going to create a voice channel within the Discord for the hangout because I don't think. Google Hangouts will <laughs> like us yeah. having that many people on a hangout at once. Um, so uh, we have enough trouble with with, with yeah. the people that we have, um, and you'll still so, you'll still get access to the like all of the back catalog of videos that have yes. ever been made for that. Mm-hmm. So it's not like that stuff goes away or anything. Mm-hmm, correct. <laughs> um, and then um, and like I said, we're eliminating the uh, the twenty five dollar tier, and it's just going to jump up to fifty, and that one's going to stay the same so the same benefits you either get to be on a you either get to be on one uh mainline episode or two like two of like a side op or an extra op episode um a year if you donated that tier plus everything below and we're still we still intend to produce video content it's just going to be a little bit more sporadic and so um we wanted to kind of ease that a little bit and just kind of announce like hey we're still doing it um, we just don't know, we just have no like set schedule on when. And so here's kind of this. So we're kind of shifting it around. So if you are at the $25 tier, we will be reaching out to you soon. Um, and we're going to kind of, we're going to have you adjust your, your pledge so that you adjust it down to $10. And then we're just going to cut that $25 tier out and then adjust the Patreon accordingly. Um, Sam, I so, have a question. What's up? If people, is it like Kickstarter where if people want to donate more but they want to choose a lower perk, can they do that? Yes, they can. Okay. So if you want to keep, if you want to keep your donation, if you want to up your, I'm, I'm pretty sure you can donate as much as you want and then like pick whatever perk. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but, that's what um, I thought too. I just wasn't positive. 
Yeah. But we're, we're not going to ask anybody to do that. If you want to do that, that's super cool of you, but we're not going to ask anybody to do that. But it's an option. Um, so uh, we will be making that change um, as you're hearing this, probably like probably like right after, like probably like the day of your hearing this. So, uh, so yeah, we just wanted to make that announcement up front. We do apologize for kind of the, the lack of that video content, but uh, hopefully this makes it a little bit better. And yeah. Yeah. And, and irregardless, I still owe everybody a thank you video from the George Washington mm-hmm. bridge. And that is going to yes. happen. <laughs> <laughs> I just need to not be lazy and actually walk halfway down the bridge. Yep. <laughs> It's a long bridge, you guys. It is a very long bridge. <laughs> I mean, it's not as long as the Verrazano Bridge, which is extremely you go, long. That's in New York, too, right? Yeah, Verrazano or, goes uh, from Staten Island to uh, Brooklyn, I think. You should just go. You should take a video of you on you should, Alessio Summerfield Bridge Enthusiast. Yeah. <laughs> just go to every bridge. Yeah, I'm, Aless- I'm, Alessio, <laughs> I'm Alessio Walking Bridges. Uh, that is my new name. <laughs> You're no longer, you're not a Summerfield anymore. You're a Bridges Yeah, now. <laughs> it's weird because at the base of every bridge in New York, there's this like cylindrical thing that comes up and you can like it or you can feed it crystals, but it only takes meth uh, crystals. And I'm not really sure what that's uh, about. That makes sense though. <laughs> People got those, uh, those wily Coyotes got to smoke those methamphetamines. Oh yeah, of course. To keep, to keep their energy up. The oxytocin. <laughs> yeah, that's where all the mules, that's where the mules got oh, their Oh God. <laughs> They're not actually people. They're actually like real mules. They're more meth than man. Yeah, the M in mule stands for meth. It. I didn't notice that. So like, there's a lot of stuff that's like capital letters, like all capital yeah. letters. Are they acronyms for something? I don't know. I've been thinking about Cause that I, too. Because there's no cause periods. I've been reading like all these. No, there's no periods. I've been reading all these like Intel documents that like not is all capital and mule is all capital. Like, and I've been reading those Intel documents and stuff that they give you in the the mail, uh, the interview stuff. But there's no indication that they stand for anything. Yeah, I feel like two things. Uh, love the emojis in all the emails. Uh, love the emojis. Second thing, I feel like unless the sentence is in yellow, it's kind of throwaway in like most of them. Mm-hmm. Typically, which is, yeah. which is weird. That's a lot of text for. It's for burying the chance. lead there. <laughs> but anyway, sorry, we're, we're jumping ahead, I think. Yeah, we are jumping a little bit ahead. Um, this episode, uh, as we discussed kind of up top, is is designed to... Where I, I am hesitant to say no spoilers. Yeah, it depends. I guess it depends on what you categorize as a spoiler. Because if you're one of those people right. that, like knowing something exists counts as a spoiler, then mm-hmm. this might not be for you. Yeah, but we are not going to be getting into story spoilers. Um, so we're not going to be talking about like, you know, you know, uh, I was trying to think of like a fake example, but my brain turned <laughs> off. So never mind. <laughs> yeah, we haven't finished it. So really nothing is out of play. Uh, I was going to say like, yeah, you know, the point where the Eiffel Tower becomes sentient and eats people. But like, who knows? Yeah. Like, maybe that will happen. That could be, that could be a thing that happens. And you know what? I, uh, I, uh, I wouldn't be upset about yeah, that's it. That's no- noted bridges rival towers. <laughs> they, all they want to connect. That's what, that's what NASA turned into. Yeah. They just want to connect to they aliens, wanna... not people. <laughs> Jesus. They go up. Bridges goes across. Oh my towers God. Towers goes up. 
I, w- I wanted to ask actually. So, is the spoiler policy on this season that you guys are just going to talk about what happens in the chapters as you get to them? Yeah, I think so. Because I think what we're going to do, we're going to kind of delineate it a little bit. So we're going to specifically try and contain, um, like, plot elements within chapter. Nice. So, um, <coughs> so it's going to be like, you know, this is here's the prologue. This is this is chapter one. Okay. Now chapter two is we're not talking about three. We can still talk about one within chapter two, obviously, and kind of yeah. build on that that way. Nice. I'm, so I'm we're jealous gonna, we're, you guys get gonna... the entire low roar discography to edit too. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm super excited. Just all low of roar, it. The, low roar is incredible. Yeah, for sure. I think I think a majority of the stream was anytime a low roar song came on, everyone just getting dead quiet and then being like, mm-hmm, just to listen to man, it. this is real good. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's, it's, yes, it, I agree. Uh, Laura is incredible. I, I will just, so like, I was, uh, I can't remember what I was doing. I think it was, like, catching up on some emails on Friday and just to, so I didn't have to deal with 50,000 when I came back to work on Monday. And uh, I uh, just, like, sat in my room and just played Low Roar while I just typed away on my computer. It was great. Yeah, they're, like, folky Tom York. Mm-hmm. Very into it. It's cool. Very into it. V has come and then of too. course I also played I also played Ludens by Bring Me the Horizon, which is a fucking jam. Yeah, man, it was oh it was funny. You guys mentioned that it came out that day, and uh, ooh, I guess segue, segue, segue. Um, I was mean, <laughs> I was meaning to listen to it, and I didn't get a chance to listen to it. And then as we're walking through the pop up in uh, uh, Chelsea, uh, I Did just I just see a pair of headphones that says Ludens, Bring Me the Horizon, and I was like, oh yeah, I, w- I was going to listen to that earlier today. Let me just put these boys on real quick. Yeah. It was really good. It's a fucking jam, dude. There's like a break. There's like a fucking the breakdown at like three minutes, like uh, where it goes. You call this a connection? <laughs> Give me a break. It's like I, I might actually clip like a quick 10 second thing here, but it's Do it, like. It's, uh, I dream about that breakdown. <laughs> yeah. I really wish that right after somebody would just sample, uh, uh, the, uh, fuck, was it Sprint? The, can you hear me now? Or is that Verizon? Uh, That's, uh, bring me the Verizon. Uh, That's what I want to hear. Bring me the Verizon. I want to hear, bring me the Verizon. And do you call that a connection? And after the breakdown, you just hear, can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? <laughs> <laughs> This podcast brought to you by Verizon, it. who's providing Verizon? me with fiber optic internet right now. Yeah, I know. You have like a thousand download and like 50,000 uploads. Yeah, I've like already that. heard this conversation already, Sam. That's how fast my have internet you? is. Yep. Wow. Yep. You're at the end of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm on the chiral network. <laughs> yeah, the guy came by to install it and he just took some dog tags, held them up to my computer and we both floated for a second. And then he was like, all right, mm. you're good. Cool. Good shit. I wonder how fast. I wonder what like. I wonder what the uh, the ping on the chiral network is like. Oh Jesus! It's like negative three thousand milliseconds. Probably. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But as you mentioned, you went to um the Death Stranding pop up the world tour thing with uh one Chris Hampton. Oh yeah. I actually went. I went twice. I went with you. Did oh yeah. I went with Chris and I went by myself and I was sadly disappointed. That I did not run into anybody either time, um, huh. 
but but we can definitely talk about it because I got to see everybody's handprints, and mm-hmm. I got to see all kinds of weirdness. So uh, you got Norman Reedus's fingerprints and a social security number. Oh, of course, I got to see the uh, 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 human-sized wax Norman Reedus for the second time in New York. Uh, the first time being at oh. New York Comic Con. <laughs> And how did it make you feel the second time? Second time was good. First time I, I did actually touch his ear in that photo mm-hmm. where it looks like I'm giving him a wet willy. I did touch his ear and it did feel a little flashy, gross. which was really gross. Um, wow, I hate that. I hate and that. And I guess we haven't talked about it on the show, but um, when I went to New York Comic Con, I got to meet Jennifer Hale face to face. Yes, you did. And that was awesome. She was very cool. Wonderful. So shout shout outs to, 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 to Miss Hale. Shout outs. Jay Hale. All hail Jay Hale. Oh yeah, baby. But uh, but so yeah. So tell me about this pop up. So tell me about first. Tell me about your experiences with Mr. Hampton. Yeah. So um, essentially, Chris had told me he was going to be in town for a work meeting. Um, so we decided to meet up. And um, I guess when he landed, he got an email saying that his work meeting had been canceled. And so oh. I was like, well, I guess you're just <laughs> having fun in New York now. And he was like, yeah, I guess. Um. But his hotel was pretty close to where the pop-up was going to be. And so I took, it was only like a 15-minute train ride from my from my work to where the pop-up was. So the pop-up was like underneath the High Line, which if you've played Spider-Man, um, mm. you know the abandoned-looking um, interstate that is in yes. Manhattan? Um, so in real life, um, I think this happened right after the game came out, in real life that has been converted into a park. And so you can, oh. there's a lovely park that you can walk all the way down in the middle of the city and you're just like on a highway. Um, oh, that's badass. Yeah. And so on 10th, I think it was like 60th, uh, 10th Avenue or 60 10th Avenue. Um, this, they had this like event space that's right underneath the High Line and really close to the Chelsea Market, which is like a big indoor, like 60 restaurants and a bunch of shops and stuff like an indoor mall. Um, they had this building and so I was walking and, uh, Chris was going to get dropped off by his Lyft driver or whatever at the building. And I beat him there by like 10, 15 minutes. And I was like, oh man, I wonder where the building's at. And then, like, as I turn a corner, there are just people wrapped around a building that is covered in death stranding artwork. And I'm like, well, there it is. It's like, I, I wonder if it's there. Yeah. I was like, that looks like that's <laughs> the one. Um, and the way that it's set up is, um, you had to pre-register for tickets for the museum but then the gift shop was available for anybody. Um, we, Chris and I, so Chris didn't have a ticket, and then I, my ticket was for the next day. We met on Wednesday. The big opening of the event space was on Tuesday. More on that later. And Thursday is when I was able to reserve time because um, the moment that it the event went up, like the Tuesday just like completely sold out, like instantly. Sure. Um, and I'm assuming a lot of it was actually industry people because I saw a lot of photographs and it's like a ton of journalists um, mm. because like Kotaku and all these like Polygon, all these companies are in New York. Um, yeah. And one Tim Rogers apparently was there with Kojima, which is cool. Oh, because um, oh, was Kojima there on Tuesday? Yeah, so. yeah. So Tuesday night was the big opening of the space. And what ended up happening was Kojima and every single actor in the game was there. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, so there's like pictures online. It's like Troy Baker, um, what's his name? Tommy Tommy Lee Jenkins, is that right? Tommy Earl Earl Jenkins, Jenkins excuse me. Um, and then I want to say was super chill, and I want to talk to him on the show. Yeah, I want to say Norman Reedus. 
I think Mads was, I think like literally everybody was there. It was everybody. Um, uh-huh. And they were all there. And I didn't see it until like, because Tuesday night I had to come home and do some stuff. And in my head, I'm like, okay, the stream, like Jeff Keeley and Kojima's official Death Stranding stream that was on Thursday is happening in New York. And so I was like, surely Kojima's going to go back to the pop-up like at least one or two more times. Um, so I didn't really think anything of missing that first night. I was like, oh, it's not going to be a big deal. It'll be fine. In hindsight, I probably should have like hung out outside just in case. Yeah. But what ended up happening was, I guess that was the big party. There was like a band that played. Kojima took pictures with all these people. Um, Low Roar was there. <laughs> yeah, they did like handprints on a wall, which I saw when I went, um, where they like mm. they put their handprints on a wall and signed them. Oh. Um, but yeah, so I missed all that, which sucks, but I got to hang out with Chris, which was awesome. And while Chris and I were hanging out, we were going to the shop or whatever. Chris just happened to go in the wrong entrance. And one of the women working, working the event space said, um, hey, if you guys want, like we're between tours right now, um, we can squeeze you guys in. And Chris was like, oh, shit. And so he went and got me and was like, hey, let's, let's go. And I was like, all right. So we ended up getting in for f- like we didn't have to register or anything. We just went in signed a little like on, t- on NDA. Tuesday uh, on Wednesday Wednesday okay yeah so Wednesday I want to say it was like around 7 30 we went in and then I went back Thursday at around the same time which was my booked time mm-hmm. um but yeah it was pretty neat it's all PlayStation staff or whatever I guess they might even be like holiday workers or whatever um but they're wearing like PlayStation swag when you first get there and there's some photos on our discord and stuff like that but when you first get there there's a hallway um that is a replica of the Kojima Productions hallway so there's like a Ludens and like everything's lit up and you can take pictures and there's like somebody there to do video and stuff. And then you go through there and then once you get the other, to the other side, the first thing that you see, I kid you not, is Kojima saved every single badge from every single gaming event he's been to ever. And mm-hmm. so there's literally a case where Kojima signed all of his badges from like every E3 and TGS that he's ever been to and, and game awards. Um, and you can just see his lanyards <laughs> from all the different events. Huh. Um, and then next to them was like a big glass case that had all of his awards that he's ever won. Um, I think going all the way back to like 2004, 2005 maybe. Um, but yeah, a bunch of different awards and stuff. And then when you go through the awards, then you end up in this little nook that has all of the Shinkawa um sketches so there's like a bunch of shinkawa sketches a bunch of concept art like all the characters and stuff like yeah it was super neat and i think there were actually original sketches so like there were concept prints but then in the middle there were what clearly looked like hand-drawn like sharpie like it looked like inked uh pictures like not digital and then you turn another corner and there's an exact replica of the way that they've got the um like programming desks set up at kojima productions um, mm-hmm. so you can kind of sit down in like a little pod, like, and look at the way that they do their little groups and their teams or whatever. And I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure they were running footage that's from the documentary that comes with the special edition of the game. Um, and there were even little action figures from Kojima's collection, like his little, uh, gotcha man and all that stuff. Like his little, yeah. uh, uh, like the stuff that appeared in the Conan bit. Oh, like U- Ultraman. Yeah. Ultraman. Sorry. Um, they were like all over the place. And then as you turn huh. the corner, there was like a whole room dedicated to the music. So they were showing like, I think it was like a Grimes music video for the song that she did. Um, uh, and then I think they were even showing some churches stuff. 
And then they had headsets set up with all the different songs so you could listen to them individually. They had a lot of big pictures of all the different groups. So there was like the dip. I, it's so weird to me that it's Major Lazer because like Major Lazer ceased to be multiple people and has been Diplo for like three years. And so it's like weird yeah. that he's still using that name. But it's just pictures of Diplo just like hanging out with Khalid. Um, and then they even had this little thing like an iPad where you could listen to a cutscene from the game, but you could mix like the ambience and sound effects and dialogue and yada, yada, yada. Um, huh. And kind of like just kind of focus in on individual components or whatever. And then the last room before the big kind of send off room was um, the space made to look like the motion capture facility. So they oh where they scanned in Conan yeah so they showed you like the little <laughs> they showed you like the 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 circle of cameras um, huh. they were all prop cameras for the museum though they weren't actual like they like, like we like, yeah Chris and I looked at them I think in the actual setup they're all just like Canon seven Ds or something like it's just simple stuff I think it just takes like a million photos um, mm. the ones that they had in the space though were like shitty thirty five millimeter like plastic cameras <laughs> from like the, the early two thousands. <laughs> I love the idea. I was like, everybody who comes to the pop-up gets to be in Death Stranding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be amazing. Um, <laughs> but they showed you, like, the suits as well. They had one of them, like, in a glass case, like the motion capture suits. Mm. Um, and then they had, like, little video clips playing of all the different mocap scenarios. And there was, like, a framed photo of, like, Mads and Norman, like, smoking in their mocap suits or whatever. Um, huh. And then from there is when we saw the handprint room and the life-size Norman Reedus and they had um with his fleshy wax ears yeah they had the uh special PS4 Pro and the special edition of the game uh the collector's edition like behind a case um and then there was something I could not photograph which was a wall that featured photographs of Kojima with every single one of the cameos in the game oh and they there was a guy posted up and was very hardcore about like you can't take these pictures so <clears throat> They didn't explicitly say, like, hey, all these people are in the game. But the fact that some of the people that I knew were in the game were on that list. And then some of the people who I heard rumor of being in the game were on that list. And the guy was telling us not to photograph them. I was mm -hmm. like, yeah, these are all in the game, probably. Yeah, um, more than likely. Yeah, and the list is pretty crazy. I mean, it's like, I'm just going to say literally anybody that you've heard in an interview quoted as saying anything about Death Stranding is just in the game. Like, yeah. Um, which makes me wonder if uh, those interviews were promotional interviews and not genuine opinions. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was cool. So you got to see all these photos of, of Kojima with different people. Um, some pretty surprising shit, actually. Like me and Chris were both like, what? Like <laughs> at, at some of the ones that were in there. Um, <laughs> I've run across a couple. There was one. Um, I don't want to spoil, spoil any a particular person. But there was one. There's a the a facility south of Lake Knot City. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The the person who they got for that one made me very happy. The person in question spoiled it themselves on Twitter like two days before release, which was like, yeah, come on. Um, I didn't see. I didn't see that. Yeah, so it's 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 excited. weird to see some of these people with American voice acting because mm. I feel like it it is weird to see that voice come out of those bodies. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, so then after that, it, it just led straight into the little shop, um, which had a lot of really expensive shit. It was like a reproduction of a Cupid for $330 or like a signed oh, wow. Yoji Shinkawa print for $280. Oh, fuck, I'll just get a piece of string and some USB drives and make my own Cupid. Fuck off. Yeah, there was a guy behind <laughs> us in line that like 
and I said this on the stream too, but this guy was like the kind of guy that was like, uh, Ludens isn't actually in the game. He's just the mascot for Kojima Productions. And me and Chris were like, dude, we know. Like, please. Um, but he was also like, uh, you can get replicas of the Cupid on Amazon for $35. And I was like, okay, thanks, buddy. <laughs> um, but it was neat. Um, and they were very sweet at the shop. They even gave people like free shit for buying stuff. And so I hmm. bought some Kojima Productions socks and a Kojima Productions shirt. Um, I wanted the World Tour shirt just because usually when I'm buying a shirt at a shop, I don't want to buy the one that you can buy online. I want to get the Anywhere, one that's yeah. like unique. But they were sold out of everything except for like double XL. And I was like, fuck. Mm. Just wash it a bunch. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, it was pretty neat. Um, I think the the normal stuff, like some of the posters and the t-shirts were pretty regularly priced um but like the ludens figure was like four hundred dollars like there was some crazy Jesus. crazy expensive shit in there for the official record the cube i can't find the cupid on oh <laughs> damn that nerd splainer got nerd splain fucking fucking rip them yeah we kill him. We, we snopes his ass snopes his ass bitch <laughs> <laughs> I just want to like see a dude posted up on a stoop outside. Just say that to somebody like go Snopes his ass motherfucker. <laughs> but yeah, so that was the pop up. And then after that, I think Chris and I ended up um, getting drinks and some seafood and having a good time. Ooh. It was very nice. Now, um, can you please rate Chris Hampton uh, on a, like at a grading scale of one to ten, please? Yeah. So I would give Chris Hampton an eight out of ten. And okay. I'm subtracting two points for like the two feet shorter than I thought he was. <laughs> he, he was he was a lot shorter than I expected. Um, very sweet man. Very very stylish. I've I've not seen a man accessorize so effectively in a while. Um, very nice to talk to, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, very good travel companion. Um, yeah, I yeah. If you get the chance, hang out with Chris. He's a good guy. Cool. <laughs> good review we'll post it on ign perfect too sweet six out of eight kill me (laughs) (laughs) i feel like i feel like the ign review for death stranding should have been like 6.8 at me bro (laughs) that's actually something too like this game it was not getting great reviews yeah it's it's funny to me because if you find like python selkin or some of these other folks on um twitter they're putting together these little promo images that are like Death Stranding out now and it's got all the different review scores on the image. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, the fact that you've got like IGN Italia on your yeah. <laughs> on, like you're digging deep if it's like Gamer Plus Spain yep. is on there. It's like, man, like there are some pretty big names that rated this thing like low like three out of five, six out of ten. Yeah. Like why you shouldn't ignore that. Like that's not yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Sam, if you will, if you if you'll allow me, I just really quickly, just because I've been paying attention to a lot of the the discourse on Twitter, I just want to say like whether you like the game or don't, like we're all adults, and like it's not a good look when Metal Gear fans and Kojima fans are like berating people on the internet for having opinions. Mm. Um. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if you've seen any of that stuff, Sam, but some of that stuff out there is fucking ridiculous like i was surprised at the behavior from some of these people yeah it's a little rough out there i um i because like i don't know people are i can respect the idea of having an opinion like if you think this game is like 
the best game awesome and i'm very happy for you I'm like people have opinions you know what i mean yeah let, let yeah have those opinions you know if they're not hurting you with your like like some people would have you believe that like by having an opposing opinion you are harming a person you know what i mean but it's not the case if they're not affecting they're by having a bad opinion they're not affecting your enjoyment of a thing so don't like be that guy yeah and like kojima and sony don't need you to stand up for them they're fine no like they're absolutely fine. fine they're fine and the other thing too is that it goes like it flies directly in the face of what kojima has said he wants this game to be about in the first place yeah i mean and you can be disappointed like if if somebody not in the game per se but i mean you're allowed to be disappointed in the game if you want to be but like if somebody that you dig online comes out and says like hey it just wasn't for me i played 20 hours and i got bored with it cool like move on man like um but i've just i don't know man i've been seeing a lot of people that are like either subtly or directly implying that people are like uneducated or ignorant if they don't like Mm it or like, I don't know, man, it's weird. Is Death Stranding going to be the new Rick and Morty? I, yeah, I guess it didn't. Well, it makes sense that Rick and Morty did a Death Stranding ad. Yeah. So like to be like being fair, you have to have a high IQ to understand. Oh, of course. Yeah. So, yeah. So (laughs) I, yeah, I don't know. And I mean, again, this game become the new Rick and Morty. Yeah, and it's 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 funny to me because a lot of this uh, actually because I was I think Sam and Cole kind of went dark um, for me. I was just like mostly impatient and wanted to kind of see what people were saying, um, mm-hmm. but I dug into like a fuck ton of the reviews and like the preview stuff, and like people were already lashing out and getting aggressive when no one had played the fucking thing. Mm-hmm. So like once the game actually came out, it definitely suddenly got worse. Um, yeah. So yeah, man, I don't know. It's weird. Um, it's also as if too like within. I mean, I guess this might be a little bit more obvious. Not Sam. I don't know if you um, have had the same experience, but like even people who I didn't know gave a shit about Kojima. Like I have been getting texts and phone calls and PlayStation PlayStation messages nonstop since midnight that this game came out. Like. I'm glad that people think about me when they see Kojima's name, but like I don't need to be informed about every thought you're having about this game. Mm-hmm. Like even my kid's sister texted me and was like, rap with me about death stranding. And I'm just like, Oh my <laughs> oh my God. Like, please. I felt like Dave Chappelle when he talks about going to D- Disney world. Like it was just <laughs> like, dude, we take a day off. Like, let me fuck. Let me breathe, please. This all being said, Alessio, Oh no! Is this a good video game? <laughs> <laughs> We're just diving Don't in. Don't answer that. Don't answer that. No, um, I know. Uh, I well, I do want to kind of. Well, we can kind of talk about like how we're feeling about it so far. I, uh, I, we 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 booted this up in two different circumstances, correct? So I mm-hmm. jumped in with you know you know my solo. I'm on my own. I have no connections. Nobody's nobody's there for me. Oh, no. <laughs> you know, that initial feeling of aloneness as one typically does with a video game. You streamed um, a good chunk of the game. You streamed for several hours. Um, yeah, it was wild. Game. I went from never and, having streamed to being like, yeah, I'll do a marathon eight hour stream. Let's go. Yeah, why not? And so we kind of had a couple different experiences. I want to know what were your 
feelings about like how did you feel when you booted up Death Stranding for the first time and how do you think doing it for a stream changed like your like feeling you know because when I booted it up like my face I was, I was just like I can't fucking believe this video game exists and I'm playing it right now what how did you feel yeah I think mine was kind of Definitely that initial boot screen was pretty similar. Like, as soon as I saw the title screen, I was like, oh, my God, I I can play this. Like, this is bizarre. Um, And literally everybody that was on the stream said the same thing. They were like, oh, my God, like, this is is happening. Um, It was made extra weird because I had both Zach James and Cole Duncan on the Mm. the party line. Um, Zach only stuck around. On the party train. (laughs) Yeah. Zach stuck around only for about 30 minutes because he didn't want to spoil it and he had to go to bed. Mm -hmm. Um. But yeah, quite a few people. It was weird, man. We actually had like a couple new people uh, patronize us that night and then dive into the stream that night. Yeah. Um, so there were some some old familiar faces, some new faces, um, very lively comments, uh, a lot of ragging on Norman Reedus, like some hilarious Norman Reedus ragging. And um, like his pubic hair, facial hair. Yeah. Somebody was like, you can't shower enough. He always looks dirty. Yeah, uh, it was. I was cracking. He, up. he he never he's never not dirty looking in this game. Oh yeah, he looks like a real Dustin. And oh no, <laughs> <laughs> and like no, no harm, no foul against anybody named Dustin, but he just looks like a greasy ass drug dealing Dusty. <laughs> There's a reason why an associate of ours uh, changed, <laughs> decided to not go by Dustin anymore. <laughs> exactly. Um, um, but yeah, it was. It was no, we, it was, we won't. We won't call him out specifically, but yeah. some people may know who it is. Uh, it was, uh, but it was very different for sure. I think. Um, and the other thing of it too is that like Norman Reedus doesn't have the greatest facial hair in the world in real life anyway. But like I was talking to Zach about this earlier today, they really did him dirty on the facial hair. <laughs> yeah, That's it's like thing. it's uh it's Venom Snake MGS five levels of like like Willem Dafoe yeah. lighthouse pubes beard. Just like slap some fucking Elmer's glue on your face and drop some pubes on. It. So you want to know something really weird that I did not realize until I hit hour twenty of this video game. Hmm. Norman Reedus's entire body is hairless except for his face. Yeah. Yep. Does that man, do you think that man shaves his whole body in real life? Maybe. I think he would have to, right? Kojima's so obsessed with like detail. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird. It's weird that I didn't notice it until like recently. And I was like, that's a hairless boy. That is one hairless boy. Yeah. That is, you're right. He is hairless, isn't he? Holy shit. That's Human Rufus from Kim Possible. (laughs) Human Rufus. (laughs) <laughs> you know my favorite part about the calling of human rufus is that like it's eerily close to somebody saying norman reedus really wrong <laughs> norman reedus is an anagram for human human rufus this is my uh, my favorite actor from the walking dead human rufus oh god but yeah it was pretty good unfortunately so the stream is all on our youtube so if you go to youtube.com slash metal gear mondays you can check out all four very lengthy parts um the first two parts were from the midnight playthrough, and then the second two parts were from the next day. Um, I showered, walked to Jerry, and then just fucking jumped right back in. Um, but I will say the uh, unfortunately for for whatever reason, I was having internet issues, and so we played. I think the first ten ish minutes, and then I had a weird drop out, and then for the rest of it, um, I got everything sorted. 
Um, so there is for whatever, if you decide to go and play, just know that like a decent chunk of the intro cutscene is just like omitted. Um, and that's just mm. purely from like me figuring out what the fuck happened in the middle of it playing. Makes sense. Yeah. I'm here for it. But yeah. But yeah. Check that out on the YouTube. See how it went. Uh, give it a, give it a look. People like streams, don't they? Yeah. People give it some streams. likes you guys. I got to boost my stats. Yeah, I gotta boost sex. I gotta get that oxytocin uh, intake. Oh yeah, I need, uptick. I need, I need like forty-five pounds of sleeping pills. Um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Sam, I, w- I was gonna say too though. I did, I did split it. So like half my playtime, I'd say was with stream, and half was solo, um, which was very, very interesting. It made for a very different game. <laughs> I it, so it's 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 such an interesting like dynamic because it's. That was like the whole the whole build up, right? To um, to the game was just like you're alone. You're starting this game alone, and you build connections as you go. And so I th- I feel like not to say this is bad because it's not, but I feel like um, I feel like having like having all those people kind of changes the initial experience because it is a very lonely like game. Mm-hmm for until like all of those signs and buildings and like like weird shit starts popping up like it's a very lonely game yeah um, by design and so i wonder if like it changed uh, like a little bit of like your initial like atmosphere maybe i don't know yeah i think the weird thing and so i mean obviously i think for the most part i think we should probably talk sugar first and then maybe criticisms on the Mm -hmm. back but like my i think the big thing that i keep coming back to and i don't know how you feel about this i'm I'm definitely curious to 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 get your your read but the thing i keep coming back to is like it was advertised as being this very lonely experience most of the reviews talk about how like lonely it was i think the thing that shocked me both during the stream and not on the stream is how much so like for the last several months, like I've not left New York City for a while. And so I feel very overstimulated. And the fact that like, hey, this serene hiking experience was this game. I was very excited to get into it. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I noticed is like the game itself interrupts your mood so frequently. Mm-hmm. Like I like the tooltips. I've gotten the same fucking tooltips 20, 30, 40 times, even though I've checked them off on my menu. Um, the music is constantly like, here's some music, here's a codec call, here's a tool tip, here's a cutscene. Like, I don't think I, I don't think I walked in one direction for like more than two minutes between being pinged about something. Yeah, it is inundating. And I will, and the other thing I will say is that like the amount of times, like within the first two chapters at the very least, but like it it, it does, I will say it does, the tool tips don't, but I feel like the rest, like the, the slows down. At, like as the game starts, you are getting inundated with tutorials and phone calls. Like the amount of times Die Hard Man called me three times in a fucking row, I understand why he has the second most lines in this guy <laughs> game. Because like they just call you and tell you things constantly, and it's just like it's just a. I've historically been against this in like all games where it's just like they just flood you with tutorials like yeah. from the beginning, and it's just like I just can't like wrap my head around this right now yeah i was like i want to be left alone i was like please for the love of god like leave me alone i just want to experience this for two seconds um and i'm 
I, I may eventually go and just disable the tooltips because like mm. like I'm not even kidding. I'm seeing like, hey, there's a limit to how many times you can like a sign. Like I'm still seeing that 20 hours in, and I'm like, I know. Um, mm. So I might eventually disable those, but I'm 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 cautiously optimistic that the level of interruptions will hopefully like diminish. Uh, yeah, I don't know because there's constantly like. The one thing I will give this game, and this is a this is a point in its favor, is that it's constantly giving you new shit to like play with mm-hmm. and like do, um, and so that leads into the negative, which is I think like the tooltips will just keep coming because there's always like something new happening. Yeah, I think the game's really like, excited always- about itself, so it's like yes. it feels like the game is an eight year old boy that like wants to tell you how excited it is all the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, I get it. Like, you're pumped. I'm pumped. Let me be pumped, please. Yeah, we're pumped. Let's be let's be pumped together and stop talking about it. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. That's the. I think that's the thing where it's like the advertising is actually kind of false. Where it's like, mm-hmm. I want to walk with nothing but ambience for like 20 mm-hmm. minutes. Like, let me have it. Um, but it's weird. Like, um, I was talking to Zach James earlier today, and he just sent me a text with <laughs> that that read. You don't have to present me with a cutscene every time it starts raining. Yeah, and I was like, "Word, the, like yes." He, Hideo could he like so that what he's referring to there. So it starts raining. It goes into slow motion, and when when it lets you know that it's raining, so the hood can come on, and then you're walking through the rain, and then you walk through, you walk into some BTS, and then it goes into slow motion and zooms into your Ojedex sensor. Who um who <laughs> Zach has been calling it the Ode to Kirk or the Oda Kirk? Yeah, <laughs> it's like my the Bob Odenkirk, the Bob Odenkirk scanner. <laughs> yeah, I got a new name for that thing now. I love that. Yeah, the Odenkirk scanner. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, it zooms into the Oda deck and it like shows it coming up and out and tracks BTS and then you walk through and then you get out of BT territory and it zooms in to tell you that. Uh, and slows down to, to like remove like to put the scanner back into your backpack and then when you finally get out of the rain it slows down again to tell you that the rain's off and the hood comes down and then if you pick up a cryptobite cryptobite or um or a fucking uh chiral crystal it, sl- it does slow motion to do that too and it's just so don't weird. forget about the thumbs up oh yeah the thumbs up too yeah yeah the like, deck will just shoot you a thumbs up <laughs> Yeah, or it'll like wave or like point or something like that when when you leave BT territory. It's so fucking weird, and it's just like don't do not. Stop. Yeah, I, I thought it was gonna be a first time thing, and I was very excited. I was like, cool, amping me up, very excited. Mm-hmm. And then after and I get that, yeah, after like the twenty fifth time, I was like, I I understand, I get it. I've, I've been and here this for is all especially these. it's especially it's it's very much chaotic evil because. If you're like skirting the edge of some type of like BT territory and you accidentally slip into or out of, it'll do it every single time. Oh and there was a my point God. when I was trying to avoid BT, so I was kind of like on the edge of their territory. And so I would like skirt around the edge of like the territory. And I know I know shit at one point saw that slow motion out and then in four times in a row. Oh my god, that's insane. It was a within like within the span of about a minute and it was the most infuriating thing in the world. It like I'm I want to I'm I'm considering looking for settings to see if you can turn it off. Yeah. It's so obnoxious. That's going to be I think one of the benefits too if this or when this game comes out on PC 
is um, I'm sure because like right now Red Dead 2 just came out on PC and people have already patched it to where if you want to as soon as you start the game it just starts you at chapter one and not during the prologue Oh, um, and so 100% I guarantee you when Death Stranding comes out on PC there's going to be a ton of like install this patch to not have any of these little cutscenes ever um, and just yeah. shit like that I'm sure which I feel like might piss Hideo Kojima off. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. But then you shouldn't release your game on PC if you don't want people to mod it. So. Oh, yeah. People are going to break the shit out of that. We're going to see like Solaire and like the Joker in that game, like within minute one. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I, uh, which this is like kind of non sequitur. Can I tell you, you, got, you know what my laugh is like. I've never been more uh, sensitive about my laugh as when I came out of seeing Joker for the first time. Oh, I've never been more sensitive of hearing people laugh in public than after coming yeah. out of Joker. I was at New York Comic Con, and I kid you not, somebody started laughing very loudly. The f- whole fucking convention center got dead quiet. Yeah. And they would not stop laughing. And then when they stopped, everybody was like, oh, shit, and then started walking around again. Yeah. Like, I, uh, because I have a very, like, high pitched laugh, and of course, so does the Joker. And I was just like, I hate this. Yeah, that movie weaponized <laughs> laughter, I think. <laughs> anyway, um, what I will say about the traversal is that if you can hang on to like if if you if OK, so if you go into this video game and you start playing the first like two chapters and you're just like this kind of sucks, um just hang in there because in chapter three, they start giving you like really cool shit and that really augment like what you can do and how you can traverse and give you more options. Um, when I started playing this game, it was comical. You have to, at one point transport a body to a place oh, yeah. and oh, yeah. it was comical, comical <laughs> how much, uh, you had to like hither and dither and sway your body to like, keep it from falling over because this body was like, like, like about to fall off of you or like if you if you have like one package too high in your stack of in your fucking tower of babel stack of (laughs) deliveries like you have to like like shift your weight like left and right every five seconds and it's i i i think it's just the most annoying fucking thing yeah the cast of persona 3 is like scaling your tower of packages while you're carrying them like that's how tall it is yeah, I can't get that. It, it just like, and it's just hilarious. It's comically, it's comically tall, and so it can get comically tall. And so like, having to like balance that and mitigate things and kind of like go like deal with that kind of sucks. Um, but if you can like hang in because they give you like you start getting things like skeletons and you get like uh, the floating carriers and, and vehicles. Hold on, like hold on real quick. I, I do want to highlight that it's like a power skeleton, like leg suit. You don't Norman Reedus. It doesn't start the game without a skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> the, the way that you said that, I just imagined like, yeah, so you're just kind of a puddle for the first chapter. And then they, they reinforce your bones. They give you, they give you bones. <laughs> <laughs> They give Norman a big old tall glass of, of chocolate milk, and then he's good to go. <laughs> give me that bone juice, baby. Yeah, that's crazy. I um, dude, it's weird. I just hold L two and R two all the time. I which like so do I, but it's kind of obnoxious too because then if you hold L two and R two all the time, you can't sprint. Yeah, um, for sure. 
because like L2 and R2, like it grips for balance and it, and it helps like maintain. So you don't have to shift your balance, but like it slows you down a significant amount. Yeah, dude, um, I'm, I'm there for it, though. I'm whistling. I'm playing with my, playing with my baby. <laughs> How do you whistle? I he just does it automatically, whistle. I think. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that's what I've noticed. Anytime huh. BB gives me a like, it makes my heart feel good. It makes me the first. So I, I didn't think I was going to like get as attached to BB as I did. But the first time I saw, I was like, oh, oh, man, I have only known this this BB for a very short time. But if anything happens to him, I will kill my everybody in this room and then myself. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I do want to say this, too. If you're somebody where you're like, man, I can't wait to see that cutscene that they showed us in the lead up. They oh, show all of them are like up front. Yeah, like, it's, it's like in the first two chapters, like you see everything that we've seen. Yeah, hour one, I was like, all right, we've seen every single trailer except for one. Mm-hmm. Like, holy shit! Yeah, um, and I, uh, I, uh, I like the character trailers. No, but like most of like the TGS stuff. Like in chapter three, I got to the point. And I was like, oh, that's the place where. Uh, Here's the place where uh, Kojima fucked up in the TGS trailer and got dragged to dragged to filth by this uh, by the BTS. Because he fired a bola gun at them for some reason. Oh, yeah. I, do, I do like uh, drag to filth. That's a good. <laughs> it's a, it's a, I think it's a drag queen. Like there's like a, oh nice, like a camp saying you're drag red to filth or something like that. I don't know. I love it. Um, but uh, uh, and here's the place where you meet Jeff Keeley, and then somebody made the cliff mistake. Tm 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 tm, and like all these other things. It's like it's just it's just there. Like it's just there within the first like, like. 20 hours of the game it's like here's all of the stuff you've seen in the lead up which is just like holy shit yeah it's kind of refreshing too though because then you're like cool everything else is fucking it could be anything yeah but um sam Um, Sam, do you uh do we want to go through just like do we want to just go through like all of our positives yeah i think that'll be fun let's go through all of our positives first things first this game is fucking gorgeous yeah this might be the prettiest video game i've ever seen there was a point where i was just kind of like wandering around and it was after i it was in chapter two you take a boat somewhere in chapter two and um you get off and like you were, i was walking around i go up, up these like cliffs and through this like through this like canyon and like as you crest the hill you see this fucking big ass like snow-capped mountain like everest looking mountain in the background and it's just fucking breathtaking like this game is gorgeous yeah and then kojima breaks the fourth wall and points at it and says you see that mountain in the distance Mm -hmm. you can go there no kidding you can go there everything the light touches you can go so i I do want to make mention of this i'm very very curious because so far we've all been playing our, our eyes out so far, I don't think anyone I know has gotten to this point, but that mountain I've heard mm-hmm. is like the breaking point for almost 90% of the reviews that went south. That was oh. the point that they all said, fuck this game. Really? And yeah. So, cause like the snow from what I hear is made of the rain. Take, oh, take that no. for what you will. <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, so I I just I do just want to say if you're listening to this and you're playing it, definitely write in contact at metalgearmondays.com. Tell yes. us what you think because I keep hearing and it's making me very very scared that the mountain is just like the must be this tall to ride go fuck yourself part of the game. Mm. Shit. <laughs> yeah. On a positive yeah, note, you can it. snowboard the carrier all the way down. Apparently. Hell yeah. So fuck yeah. I'm going to do that and put on Maybe. Red Hot Chili Peppers from the beginning of Power Rangers the movie and just 
And here comes Tommy <laughs> on a snowboard for some reason Hell skydiving. Yeah. <laughs> People. So good. Yeah. Have a nice trip. Um, See you next fall. Sorry. No, oh my God. I'm gonna go I, back fucking, and watch I need that to watch movie that movie again. That's such a terrible movie. It's a real bad so movie. Much. But there's a great Journey song in it. There is a great Journey song. And also the credit song is uh is Van Halen. Um, Holy shit, is that Dream- I, is Dreams in that movie? Dreams is the Dreams is the credit sequence. Oh my god. You wanna know something? I think subconsciously I've known that. And that's just mm-hmm. been like what has made my heart feel the love when that song comes up. Yeah. Yeah, Dream Dreams is Dreams is plays over the credits of Power Rangers the movie and it's like it might be the best because it has like that like Dreams has like that like <laughs> Dreams has that like guitar oh, solo. Yeah. The, it's got like, two towards the end it's of got it. Two super well, yeah, sick it, it two does, hand tap guitar. But there's solo. that one part and I'll I'll here I'll cue it here. <laughs> It's like the, it's like that. It sounds very Power Rangers. Dude, like, it's so good. I want. Excellent. I'm gonna talk some independent movie theater into buying a one-time license to screen that movie at a midnight movie, and I just want us to go watch it together and just like openly weep during the end credits. How good it is! I think that "Dreams" by Van Halen is the, one of the finest songs that the '80s ever gave us. I agree. I agree completely. So. <laughs> anyway. I'm so glad hey, that this podcast go. went in that direction. Me too. <laughs> what's another uh what's another good thing about this game? I think that the art design and like the vision of the future that we get to see is fucking mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. I want Yoji Shinkawa to design the real future. Mm-hmm. Uh, this the world, the atmosphere is so well put together. Yeah, it's beautiful. I think no matter how scary the upside down rainbows are, they're beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the prefab kind of like weird, very angular architecture. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like the like <clears throat> near automata flavored, like desolate cities that you see. Yeah. I want to yeah. spend more time in those. I wish that they would let me go inside the big ones, but same. Yeah, that would be nice. But yeah, but yeah, even the like yeah. the outfits and stuff, like I, I think in general, just the art across the whole game so far Um yeah, all, all of this, take it with a grain of salt. If the second half of the game is just like Norman Reedus, like finger painting with his shit or something, like if if, if, it's just, if it just all goes downhill after the back half, um, who knows? But so far, I think it's great. They just like forgot to make the back half. It's like it just becomes stick figures. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That'd be awesome. Like the, the final void out. Here you go. Oh, Jesus. Sam, what's uh, what's another one of yours? Um, I think for as like baffling as it is, I think the story has been good so far. Mm-hmm. What we what we've gotten, I think like, um, I I like the characters. I think I still fucking think that Amelie's bad. Uh, she gives me a very sinister vibe. Yeah, she's spooky. Yeah, Cole still's in denial about it, but we'll see what happens. Um, <laughs> uh. But like I like the characters. I just kinda, I like where it's going. Um, I've been from from what we've gotten about the story. I've been I've been uh, I've been very 
pleased so far. So I think the story is is doing right by me thus far. Yeah. Again, it has an opportunity to take a very south turn, <laughs> much like the mountain. Maybe the mountain is also the turn for the story. Who knows? Oh, but no. I think that uh, it's a very good game, a good story so far. Yeah, it reminded me of Persona Four, where it's like I feel like it's a good and it's it's an adequate amount of breadcrumbs to kind mm. of keep you. Um, sort well, of. it's intriguing, right? Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. You, you. I don't know how to describe it, and and we can talk about the way that the 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 those pieces are delivered to you because it's mm-hmm. weird. I do sort of have like a little bit of a criticism within this compliment, but I think mm-hmm. the game does a good job of kind of um stringing you along, for lack of a better way of putting it, um, <laughs> kind of taking you from place to place to place. I definitely felt there was like a sense of urgency. Almost to the point where it didn't re- like I, I felt like I didn't want to do any of the side stuff because mm-hmm. every time I got to the next story beat, I was like, oh, no, no, I got to keep going. Like mm-hmm. they're pushing me along. I want to see what happens. Let's keep going. Yeah, I feel the same way because like it, like it is. It's very intriguing. Like it, it, it feels like it feels like we're piecing together a mystery, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just like I have no idea like where. Like I've seen a lot of like some and some of the key scenes like we talked about, like some of the like a lot of the key scenes that we've seen in uh, in the lead up to the game have been interesting to see like in within context and like figuring out it's like oh oh so this one was like a flashback and this one happened here in the present time and like when did this happen and trying to figure out like piecing what we've seen together and how everything else that we've seen works together to like move it forward mm-hmm. um so it's been it's been it's been very interesting to kind of like go through for sure yeah i agree i think um I'm hoping it's one of those kind of Kojima endings where it's like, oh man, everything that came before this is suddenly like much cooler. Um, Mm -hmm. I hope it's not one of those where it's like, oh, that's what this was leading up to. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens. I, uh, I think that I think one of our worries or one of your worries specifically was just like, am I going to care when we've given all we've been given this like capital L lore already Mm -hmm. and we're made to piece it out. But I think that it's been doing a good job of like keeping its cards close to its chest enough to keep us intrigued and going while still like showing us enough of its hand to be like, okay, come on. Yeah. Yeah. And I do think a lot of that is definitely subjective to like everybody's patience level. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think so too. I think we're, <laughs> I think we're contrary to popular belief, very patient people <laughs> to uh, pay off in a story. So, yes. um, <laughs> I don't know if we strike people like that, but I think we are. Yeah, no, I definitely, I agree. <laughs> well, and so I think along the same lines, another positive that I had is like, I definitely think the pacing, the pacing of which they give you new tools is really well mm. done. Like, yes. Like as soon as I was getting used to like, I actually really liked how the game started you out with like nothing and then gave you one item at a time because mm-hmm. the thing that I hate the most is being overwhelmed with like, here's 50 different things. Um, yeah, it's and, and we had kind of talked about like the tooltips and stuff like that being kind of annoying, but I think you're right in that. Like it feels like, all right, so you get these like blood grenades, these somatic grenades, and it gives you enough time to like learn the grenade and feel comfortable with the grenade and then, okay, now here's the bola gun. No, get used to that and things like that. And so it likes it, it very, it, it, it's not, I wouldn't say it, it it's like a very slow, like spoon feed, you know, mm-hmm. like it's, it's like 
It wants you to savor the flavor. For sure. Yeah. I saw somebody tweeted earlier today. So I've officially beat Death Stranding and I did not use any of the grenades that you make by peeing, pooping or showering. No, I feel like on principle, I'm not going to use them. Yeah, I've, I've picked them up in the environment a couple of times, but like I've literally never used them. So Zach, Zach said that like he used one of the PP grenades on uh, BT and it didn't do a lot. It just kind of meandered in a different direction for a little bit. So I don't know if they're as useful uh, because the because the, the hematic grenades fucking rip like those things are dope. Yeah. And I didn't realize per hematic grenade you get five. So like, yes, I, I didn't either. Yeah, I thought they were just one. So I was like, yeah, I'll just carry five of them with me. And then when I got to the first boss of the game, I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I just I have like five thousand. Yeah. Like, it was just like, go. Oh, we're done. OK. Like mm-hmm. one of the one of my favorite things, too, is that um, after there's a certain point you reach. And I don't know if you've gotten here yet, but um, you're able to customize your backpack. No, not yet. And I keep checking fucking religiously. I'm like, let me put yes, stuff on my backpack. It'll tell you. It'll give you like a notice. Like it gives you like, oh, you unlocked this gun. It'll give you a notice that'll okay. tell you when you can. Um, but one of the things you can add to it is grenade pouches. And oh, yeah. um, you can just put your grenades in there. And so they're not like they're not like taking space. Large boxes. Power of power. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My, so my Jenga cool. backpack. Your Jenga backpack. Also, the other cool thing, too, that you can customize, you can put an extra battery on your backpack. So like all the stuff that uses batteries, like the skeletons and the trucks and. Mm-hmm. bikes and stuff like that will have an extra battery you can use nice yeah I, I, yeah I think i think part of that pacing too is like i think the way that they funnel you from like a safe small space of experimentation into like bigger spaces and bigger spaces mm-hmm. with kind of more challenging terrain um specifically like i'm thinking of like the forest or like mm-hmm. all of the rocks that happen in chapter yeah. three like i think they do really like it mechanically i think it might be better paced than it is narratively um potentially but yeah i i I enjoy that um i think also and sam i don't know how many uh additional uh positives you've got but i just want to touch on this one real quick just in general the the game how positive the game is is so good yeah it's mr rogers the video game yeah, like everybody's just like, yeah, we have so much hope and we want to connect the world and like you're doing a great job and we love you and all the stuff like that. It's like, oh, hey. Yeah, this, this came back looking perfect. Like you're doing such a good job. Like keep going. Yeah. Or the fact that other players can only interact with other players in a positive way. Like you can only give Yeah, likes. there's no like dislike or like people can't like wreck your shit or like do bad things to you. It's only like it's like likes. Yeah, you can't be invaded. Like mm-hmm. it's interesting. It's Truck cool. Souls. I like it. It makes me feel like warm and fuzzy inside. It feels like you're walking around a Bob Ross painting. Yeah. And that's like the intention, right? Like that's like he want like Kojima done, said in interviews, he's like, I want to make a game that connects people, makes people feel good for sure. You know? And so, I mean like it's, it's, it's interesting that like this game is like that. And that in between like moments of like just insane bleakness. Like. Yeah. It's like, this is still sci-fi dystopia. But also, you can make each other feel like you're hugging on the internet. Yeah, but also, won't you be my neighbor? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think um, the other the other part of this, too, is, like, I love that in his, I don't know, like, what, 40, 50 years of, uh, definitely closer to 40, 40 years of being a game developer, I love that um, Kojima's non-lethality and kind of pacifism is mm-hmm. still going. Because, like, mm-hmm. this game actively, like, just heads up. And, like, again, this definitely isn't a spoiler because it happens within seconds of the game. And you can also infer it in general. But, like, 
the game actively disincentivizes you from killing. Yeah. Because if you kill somebody, they will literally fucking obliterate like a 20 mile radius of where their mm-hmm. body was. So like the game is actively telling you like subdue people, knock these people out. But like no one in the game, including the mules that come after you, nobody in the game wants to kill you and you don't want to kill anybody else because it literally will fuck everything up. Yeah, because that's the thing. It's like the mules, they don't kill you. They knock you out, but they'll never kill you. They just take your shit. Like it's it's very much like there's it's a game that doesn't want you to kill people, and yeah, I can it's very elegant. That. In that way, it's almost more Metal Gear than Metal Gear. You know, it's very like, you know, you have the option to like in Metal Gear to like sneak around and not non lethally like eliminate people, and this game is telling you like, hey, this is probably more better idea. Yeah, I think some people might take offense to that. Like, if you're listening to this and you're like. I like to go in guns blazing. Like you might be like, ah, oh, fuck this game for telling me what I can and can't do. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, man, I mean, you can, yeah, I mean, you can, but you're going to, they fuck give yourself. you like a, like a real ass assault rifle. Like you can, it's just, it might not be in your best interest. Yeah. And, and just so people are aware, cause it took me a second. I was very hesitant. I was very scared. If you hit somebody with a vehicle, they do not die. They are rendered unconscious. Yeah. So you can I did that on accident. I did that on accident. I was trying to escape a mule camp and I like ran into somebody and I was like, oh fuck. And then nothing happened. I was like, oh quite cool, cool, cool. Yeah. I'm I'm glad that the shit that pops up in your game, which like if anybody listening to this is asking the question, if I jump in two weeks from now, is everything gonna be developed and I'm not gonna have a good experience because people have already built everything? It 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 generates like a little instance and you're only given like <coughs> If you have access to ladders, you're only going to see other players' ladders in the game to a limited extent. You're not going to be like, oh, I see a tank and a fucking helicopter and a a safe house. Like, you can't jump ahead. You can only see the items that you have. Yeah. Um, Which is, I think, a really cool way to do it. Yeah, I think so, too. But I I think, in general, um, in general, uh, like, I don't know, there's just, like, a lot of things about this game that I'm... I would be glad to tell somebody like, Hey, you can hit somebody with a car. It's fine. Because like, I would, I would be worried that in general, somebody would be so scared that that might fuck something up that they just don't mm-hmm. do it for the entire game. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. Um, I've got a positive that is also kind of a negative, but r- wraps around to be a primary positive. Okay. Um, never been more scared of rainbows in my fucking life. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> go like like trying to get through and the reason why i say negative is because like i got anxiety already i don't need more yeah but like trying to like sneak through like areas that bt that have bts is is so stressful and anxiety inducing and it's just it's it's so it it's so well done and that's why it's a positive it's a negative as a joke but it's like it's a it's the the interactions with mules and BTs and like the dangers of the world are very very well done. Um, I I would like to also take this opportunity to apologize for saying that I think that um, fighting the uh, the uh, what are they called the ch- the catchers, catchers yeah. that look uh, looked boring. Um, I guess maybe on the surface level it does, but like. And like actually playing an encounter with like the first time I had an encounter with one of those things, it was the, it was super intense. And um, uh, I think as you get more tools, how you do those battles gets mixed up. But like they have some challenge to them. And uh, 
I, uh, I, I think that encounters are very well done in this game. Nice. Yeah. I, I read a couple of reviewers that said that like, I guess they got, they were prone to getting caught by BTs. Um, mm-hmm. I think the only catcher I fought is the one that like is story related. Um, yeah. There's one that's story related. I, this, I've only fought two. I fought the story related one. And then I, the second one I fought, I ran to some BT territories on uh, one of the, on a bike mm-hmm. and I was just like, Oh fuck it. And I started gunning it and that was not the play. Oh no. <laughs> and that was actually, uh, I, uh, I, committed my first void out in that particular instance oh shit um it's a harrowing experience uh because like the way that it happens is that like the thing fucking eats you and then it just like it starts out like its mouth like it's white and the white just expands and overtakes the entire screen oh wow and it's just it's just like i just looked at it i was like holy shit and it's just like rough and then like when you come back like you're just looking at it you're like oh fuck okay yeah no, I'm I'm excited. I I I've heard from some of some just some folks in general that like by the time you end up playing through the game, I think the variety because I think there's like five or six different catchers you can encounter, mm-hmm. but I I think the variety um starts to kind of like loop a little bit, mm-hmm. um and that does kind of again going into a little bit of like criticism skirting. Um, I love how many different animations we have for different things. So it's like in the in the private chambers when you soothe BB. And stuff like that. There's sort of some variety to it. I'm maybe 18 to 20 hours in, and I feel like I'm starting to get repeat, repeat uh, uh, animations, which is mm-hmm. kind of frustrating. So it's like I've seen BB smash his head through the through the uh, incubator, a la TGS uh, mm-hmm. gameplay, like five times now. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so yeah, I mean, I'm I'm I, I'm agreeing 100% with what you're saying the slight hesitancy in my voice is like, I, I, I hope that I can continue to be excited by that stuff by the time we see the credits roll. Yeah, I agree. I think that like, there's a little asterisk on it where it's just like, uh, well, let's see if it keeps up this like intensity. But as of right now, I've been very into it. Um, the second one, the second catcher I fought, I fought the butthole dog from the TGS. <laughs> <laughs> you fought um, the Sheba. No, I'm kidding. No. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's been it's been the encounters and like, uh, it it's and this is and the way that I say this, I don't know, and I don't think I am having fun playing this game. But as we have discussed at length in the past, I don't think a game has to be fun to be worth it. Right. Um. And I think in saying that, I think it's it's a very tra- tranquil game until it isn't, and I think having those moments where it cuts up your tranquility with these heart pounding segments. I think they, it, it's done and it's, it's done very well. And I think, like I said, like you see a rainbow or it starts raining. You're just like, Oh fuck, is this going to be it? And it's like, it's, it's very, it's, it's very good. I think I've enjoyed it. Yeah. I think to also uh, add to that, I think um Personally, I think my opinion is very similar to kind of uh, what we've talked about. This is going to be I 100% I'm not trying to invoke anything negative here when I say this. Similar to when we talked about MGS5, mm-hmm. I think this game is begging you to play it at your own pace. Mm-hmm. I think, um, unfortunately, because of the format of the podcast, and I think, unfortunately, because of the way that journalism works, I think mm-hmm. we have a lot of people right now trying to play through the game extremely quickly. 
-hmm. And I do worry that like playing through it quickly is going to heighten the repetition because I think on a micro level, like on a single mission level, if I were to play one mission a week or something, and that, that might be extreme, but one mission a day or something, it's awesome because you get these like 20 to 30 minutes of like complete tranquility. Mm-hmm. And then you get this like five minutes of super intense stress. Mm-hmm. And then you crest over the hilltop, you see your destination and you're just like, oh, fuck yes. I think, unfortunately, if you're, like, beelining through this game, which I know a lot of reviewers did, especially, like, reviewers that were sharing copies. So, like, if you listen to, like, Kind of Funny's podcast, like, five dudes shared one copy and all beat it in, like, three weeks or something. Oh, jeez, yeah. In a situation like that, it's like, of course it's going to feel repetitive and insane because you're fucking blowing through it. And so what I would say is, like, if you're listening to this podcast, like, by all means, like, don't feel pressured to like listen along as we play it. Like listen to mm-hmm. episode one and two of the of the season, and then come back to three, four, and five when you finish the game or something. Like, well, that's what like, and that's the other thing too is that like we, the reason why I want to delineate it so badly when we're covering it is that like I want somebody to be able to be like, okay, um, they talked about the prologue <laughs> in chapter one here. Okay, now I'm going to pause this podcast and come back to it after I beat in chapter two. And mm-hmm. I want I want people to be able to break it out by chapter like that and be able to like listen to a chunk of our podcast, um, because like again it's all about like your pace. And I think like like we actually had like last week we had like a pretty we had like a serious conversation like me and Alessio and Cole we were just like hey uh, we should talk about like how many episodes you guys are going to do for this because it looks it's going to be it's one of these kinds of video games and I think mm-hmm. we. We we compromise pretty well, I think, with like what like with what time we have versus what time we want to give it, you know. Yeah, and um, which is way more than uh, anybody else, because like obviously, obviously, when Metal Gear Mondays commits to covering a game, you know you're gonna get like fifteen hours minimum on that mm-hmm. game, whereas like somebody <laughs> like Tim Rogers has to be like, here's an hour long video, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, so we wanted to make sure we wanted to make sure we gave ourselves time to do it. And the the other thing, the other cool thing about it too, um, and I don't know if you felt this way, unless you're having played it uh, a bunch this weekend, but I, um, I haven't felt rushed, if that makes sense. I, um, I, uh, I felt like. What am I trying to say here? I haven't felt rushed. I felt like I've like in the game I've, or in uh, real life. In real life, playing the game. Yeah, no, I agree. The fact that we're like twenty-ish hours in, mm-hmm. and we're twenty-four hours that, like, pleases me. Like I, like, yeah, I'm like this. Like if a brand new game comes out that I've been wanting to play, like I'll just play it a lot, and that's not new for sure. For um, sure. I, uh, but like I've been doing side stuff where I feel like it, and like doing all kinds of stuff. I've just been I've been doing it in a way that I want to. And it just so happens that it's working out for the show's breakdown and how we're we're going to be breaking down the the episodes, and I'm thankful for that. Yeah, because I because I was a little worried about like okay, you know, be like you said, beelining it and like yeah, and I definitely didn't mean to scare you guys, but it's like a lot of the <laughs> shit that I was reading was definitely people being like, you will burn yourself out, and I was like, fuck, yeah. fuck, fuck. Yeah, I think the good thing is that like. Because we're recording our first, um, like, walkthrough episode on Monday. As, um, as as you're listening to this, we're recording next week's episode today. And um, uh, it's, it's good because, like, 
as we're recording, me and Alessio are recording this episode, um, I'm at a point in Death Stranding where I'm good. If I were to stop playing it until Monday, which I won't because I want to keep playing. I do want to keep playing it. Um, if I were to stop now and just not play anymore, I'd be good to talk about what we've divided up by Monday. Yeah. And then I have a full week to get to a full like seven days to get to like where we need to be for the second episode. So it's been it's been I think it's been good. And I haven't I haven't felt like I'm forcing myself to play more than I've wanted to. Nice. And that's that's a good thing, I think. Yeah, this is definitely one game that like no offense to you guys. I'm glad I'm not playing for the show <laughs> because like uh, um, I definitely. And maybe this is a good segue to kind of get into a, like a little bit of criticism because I definitely don't want to mm-hmm. I don't want to walk away from this game and not be honest with you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am like at the 20 hour mark starting to just now feel pangs of repetition. Mm-hmm. Um, I think up until and I'm, I'm with you on it, too. Yeah, like you, you, you see some stuff. There's um so so here's 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 one thing I do want to say um because I'm a little bit ahead of you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I don't want to I'm trying not to say something that will be spoilerish um at the end of chapter three mm-hmm. they do something like towards the end of chapter three like the mission right before you connect um South Knot City um they do this they do kind of a crazy thing. And, um, uh, and it's just like, oh, I got to do this. And then they get into some like backstory of a particular person and they, and it's very interesting. And then chapter four, um, I played the first, um, mission where you're in that kind of like hellscape war zone. Ooh, very nice. And so I think, and I've actually heard this after chapter three, the game gets like, from what I've heard, the game gets buck wild. And so, I'm 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 with you in that like up to a certain point and you'll and the the cutscene when you get this mission you'll know what it is when you get to it but um um because when it happened I was screaming oh fuck when it was happening yeah hell yeah but, well that I mean um, that, that's good pacing then that means that when they tested this thing they were like all right everybody's starting to feel repetition at this mm-hmm. point mix it let's up. mix it up a little bit yeah, yeah yeah cool that's good and so and so and so I was feeling the same way and then they immediately got me back into it. And I was just That's like, oh, awesome. fuck, let's go. Yeah. It is a lot of game. I mean, I, I 100% I'm going to say like I'm a quarter of the way through the game and I've played for mm-hmm. fucking 20 hours. Like I think I think this is a bigger game than MGS5 by a considerable degree. Um, mm-hmm. So if that's part of your decision making, if you're like, oh man, hour per dollar spend, if you're that guy, um, there's a lot here. Um, mm-hmm. but just be warned, um, there are aspects that can get repetitive and like, I, I'm somebody who recreationally listens to a ton of very, very esoteric electronic music. So I'm okay mm-hmm. with repetition, um, <laughs> but I don't think everybody is. Um, so I just, yeah, I, I don't want to do the whole, maybe it's just not for you. Cause like that feels very like elitist <laughs> to me. Like that yeah. has like an undercurrent of uh it's for me you know what i mean like yeah but but yeah sam what other what other i'm curious what other critiques do you have thus far um i kind of i think i kind of said like most of my it's 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 as i as much as i love the mechanics like it's also in the mechanics that i don't like i think like all that slow motion stuff sucks um the balancing i've gotten better at like managing it but like the balancing and like the 
oops, I tripped over a, I tripped over a inch tall rock. I better hold down R2 and L2 to stop myself <laughs> from like beefing it. Um, hey, that shit happens to me every day on the sidewalk. All right. Oh yeah, it's it's just it's <laughs> it's just uh it's uh it's a lot. Like it's just like it's that stuff like balancing the um um uh I I just I think like like the stamina gauge is super weird to me. And yeah, I it's don't... it's hard to discern because it's like partially your hold your breath gauge. Mm-hmm. But also partially your sprinting gauge, mm-hmm. but also partially like I don't know. It's weird. Like it's tied to and so then, like, many things. And then like I, I think like as you go, like the the more time you go in between resting, like it gates off parts of it, so you have less and less stamina you can actually use. Dude, you got to also um, pro tip and definitely skip the cutscenes because you don't have to fucking watch them every single time. Mm-hmm. Chug all the monsters you got. Oh yeah, so you can increase. You get an extra bar of stamina if you go into your. Um, into your rest house, you go into at the table if you chug, because you can only do it by a maximum of twenty five percent. I don't know if that changes, but you can chug three monsters, skip the cutscenes, and have an extra bar of stamina. Yeah, and as um, we joked about on the stream, Norman Reedus is definitely the kind of father to give his uh, newborn baby boy a bunch of monster energy drink. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I would never I, trust uh, this child with this man. <laughs> um, uh, what else? Uh. I it, it's yeah it's all it's all mostly mechanical stuff can I, I here's what I will tell the fucking I still kind of can't get a grasp or a handle on the fucking um results screens yeah it's a and little the menu system it feels kind of like a dm in a dnd campaign just being like yeah go ahead and level yourself up without telling you why you mm-hmm. know what I mean like it's just like, and when like you, yeah when you get done it's just like here's some numbers fuck it here you go Mm-hmm. here's all the likes you got cool and then like it's just like okay here's this stuff and this stuff and like okay here's how long it took you to do it it doesn't count though and it doesn't matter though and it's like wait fucking what and then it gets to like your 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 like porter rank and it's just like the number keeps on going up and there's five different categories and like it's a star shape and it spikes as you do more things and it helps you improve but then like there's a yellow spike now and I don't know what that means like does that mean that what what's going on like I don't Yeah, it made me feel good, but then at the same time I was like everybody's probably at this level. Like I'm not special. Yeah. Like Yeah, like I don't understand like I don't understand it. And he has an he has a weird obsession. Hideo Kojima has a weird has had a weird obsession with like weird kind of esoteric menus ever since metal gear solid three yeah for um because sure. metal gear solid three's menu wasn't bad but it was the start of something and then four's menus were a little weird and then five's menus were just all over the place and now this is like the peak of it it's just like yeah what are you doing dude yeah i uh i long for the mgs2 menu days mm-hmm. <laughs> of like simple, here's a map and that's it fuck it like simple effective here's all your yeah. shit go um, so but, I think we touched yeah. on literally every single critique that I had just organically while talking, which is great. Yeah, I think so. Um, the only one that we haven't touched on, mm-hmm. and I don't know if this is going to be contra- controversial, Uh-oh. I feel like, and this has been my biggest, I've actually been kind of like bummed out about this, and I don't know if maybe we've done such a good job of like romanticizing Kojima that maybe like I shouldn't have been surprised. I feel like every fucking character in this game is a kiosk of information dumping before they're a human being. And it bums me out because like 
Fragile's the only person who we get to know how she feels. She yeah. she has an emotional reaction that is not a chiral allergy, which made mm-hmm. me very happy. Yeah, um, when 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 that scene I, when they showed that scene was not a chiral when she was just literally just oh, crying, yeah. I was just like hell yeah like that. Oh yeah, she's got big Isabella Rosalini energy. If you've seen Blue Velvet, mm-hmm. like that's how I feel yes. like Lacedo is. Lacedo is fantastic. Yeah, so she's great. Um, I will say this: I think Mads Mikkelsen, for the snippets that we have seen thus far, I think he's the mm-hmm. best actor in the entire fucking game. Yeah, um, but. Like, I'm so bummed out that, like, Die Hardman, Mama, Heartman, and Dead Man are literally, like, you could combine them into a Wikipedia page and they wouldn't even need to talk. And it's like, I want to know, like, what are your thoughts on the fact that humanity doesn't exist? What are you scared of? What are you excited about? Like, do you have emotions? Like, who are you? I agree with you. Very much in that respect, um, up to that point. I get this feeling that it's going to break bad um, pretty soon as far as, like, giving them their motivations and stuff like that. My, again, uh, to my next mission is to go visit Mama physically. Oh, nice. And, like, see th- her in her lab. Yeah, you think there'll um, be that cutscene from the, from the promos? From the character trailer, probably. Yeah, and then we'll get to see more past that. Um, I've got a bad that feeling thing. that bridges are all bad guys, dude. That's the thing that I'm worried about, too. And that's the reason why I don't like I, I just have a very large distrust of Amelie. And I don't Cole doesn't see it, but I feel like it's very easy to I almost like the other thing, too, is that I'm worried that I'm wrong because it's so on the nose right now. Mm-hmm. So how, I don't know. <coughs> how much better would it be, though, if we fell in love with every member of Bridges before they pulled the rug out and said they're bad guys? That would be fucking amazing. And, like, unfortunately, I think Kojima is... And don't get me wrong. I think big picture, Kojima's got great ideas. I think Mm -hmm. micro level, though, um, Kojima's, like, moment-to-moment gameplay, it's like even the actors sound like they're just reading off, like, information pages. And it's kind of a bummer. And I I just I wish like a cast of this caliber would like and here's the cool thing. Mads doesn't have to give you any fucking information. So, of Mm -hmm. course, he gets to be a good actor. And same with Higgs. Mm -hmm. Troy Baker gets to be a good actor because he doesn't have to give you information. Um, But everybody else is relegated to this like fucking infomatic status and i'm like, dude, come on, die hardman. Like, why? Why do you have this job? Why do you have that mask? Like, you you're dressed really well. Tell me about that. Like, what are you doing? What do you eat? Yeah. Like, I just I like I said I get this feeling that like it's slowly going to start. Like I feel like I feel like it's going to slowly start like improving as you go. I think <laughs> because like I could see like glimpses of it in the beginning. Like especially talking to to dead man and so again this isn't a spoiler per se because this has been like the whole lead-up thing and like you know they have mentioned that these like bbs are tools like they're tools Mm -hmm. and um i like i see i see the beginnings of dead man like realizing that they're not tools you know and Mm -hmm. i'm hoping that they they like take that and carry it forward like i'm i'm seeing places in some of these characters where like development could happen and I'm just waiting for it to begin. You know what I mean? Nice. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I'm excited about that. I think there's, 
I think even with Metal Gear, because like I think we would be one hundred percent being dishonest if if th- these aren't new problems, is what I'm saying. No, no, no. Like, these have not. been there like, forever. Like yeah. Kojima, take him or leave him, better or worse. He's still the director of Death Stranding, so it's it has the same problems and the same positives. Mm-hmm. Um, so these aren't new things, but I think when we do the podcast, we're kind of reflecting back in this like romantic sense, and for the first time ever, we're actually reflecting on it like in the moment mm-hmm. and so i think um i'm not being negative and I'm, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be overly critical and like if just to cut off anybody who's like oh you guys are being you guys are trying to be controversial just to get listeners like we're not like i'm gonna be honest with you i think i might be the most negative of everybody that that has that is gonna be on this season thus far so you hopefully won't have to like suffer me for very much longer <laughs> um <laughs> But uh, but I think, and that's not this. Like I think this game is a good game, so I'm not I'm not yes. saying it's a, I'm not trashing it. But I do think Kojima's writing, it's something that I was hoping would have matured a little bit before this game came out. Yeah, um, and I think and unfortunately, I think it's, like, it's, I think it's, yeah. it's it's insane to me. I I feel like it's weird that it hasn't in a way because like, um, and because like it's been what, like four years. Like Mm -hmm. he left Konami. He was out of Konami for about a year. He announced death stranding three years ago or so. And then it's out now. It's been about four years. And I would think like in that moment, like his life experiences, like it would have like had some type of upheaval or change. And it just feels very much signature him. Right. Right. Yeah. Like when my sister texted me and she was like, Hey, should I play this? I was like, Hey, FYI, if you're unfamiliar with Kojima, he has a very distinct writing style. It's not mm-hmm. God of War. It's not The Last of Us. You're not mm-hmm. going to get that kind of writing. This oh, is... is uh, Sabrina? Yeah, yeah, this is Sabrina. And she's played God of War. She's played Last of Us. She's played Spider-Man. I was like, you're not going to get this organic, contemporary, 2019, American human beings having a conversation dialogue. You're going to get... Mm. You're going to get this like video game-ass video game dialogue... And you're either in for it or you're not. And again, I think Fragile's the only one who has a conversation that's like about anything real. And Norman Reedus, God bless his soul, like anytime I ask the question while playing the game, he fucking asks the question in the game. Like he does a good job of being the player. That's my other favorite thing too is that like whenever, like when he's just like creeping around, like just walking, he just like mutters stuff. And I'm just like, yeah, dude, me too. Same thing. Yeah. Like he'll do like a thing, like when you're, when you're like creeping around BTs, he'll just be like, fuck, fuck, fuck. And I'm like, yeah, me too. Thanks. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But in general, it's like, I don't know. I think, um, and I don't know if it's because like, I I mean, we can make excuses all day that it's like, uh, English isn't Kojima's first language but like he does like campy shit like total recall mm-hmm. and all this other stuff and like and i love that stuff too but like i don't know i think it feels less conversational and organic and like these aren't real people in these situations being like oh my god what why are we hooking up babies like nobody's asking mm-hmm. like when you see the bb for the first time nobody's like what the fuck like everybody's just like oh no right on um and so i i i, I would just I would say if with Metal Gear, it's a, it's been different because I think we all came to understand Kojima as the games progressed. Mm-hmm. With Death Stranding, if you've never played Metal Gear and this is your first Kojima joint, you might be like, what is this? And yeah. I just want you to know that before you jump in. 
Yes, very much so. Um, yeah, so just yeah, please please be be aware of that. Like even like and for for those like longtime like Kojima people, like if you're coming to us because you looked up like a podcast about Death Stranding and you found us and you were just like, oh, I'll check this out. Um, then you may not have a familiarity to us and uh, to this, but if you're coming to us as some as like a, a listener who we've had for a while, or you're coming to us as a fan of Metal Gear who is now getting into Death Stranding, you'll kind of understand this what I'm about to say. Um, even in like very poignant, important moments, um, there was a moment uh, towards the end of Chapter Three was a very poignant, powerful thing, and it, and and he still managed to be very signature Kojima about it. And when you get to that point, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about if you if you're familiar with Kojima. Um, and so it's just like it 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 it's it's not something that I'm you know I feel negative or positive about. It's just here it is, and you know I'm I'm used to it. And so right, right, right. Yeah. No, I agree with that completely. And I think um, again, overall, I think I'm I'm. I do feel truly positive about this game. I am enjoying myself, mm-hmm. but I, I, I would feel um, dishonest by not sharing that. I, I, I do think that the characters just feel so crude mm-hmm. for what they are. And I am curious as to like what the actors thought while mm-hmm. like, so just as a funny aside and this totally happened as like a weird one off thing. And I was talking to Zach James about this while it was happening. Um, um, <clears throat> I saw Nakey Jakey, uh, Jakey tweeted out, um, a very funny thing. And so I retweeted it and I'll read it real quick. I know just to be that guy, uh, let me read yeah. a tweet on a podcast, but he said dialogue in Kojima games guy. So you like eating corn dogs, corn dog, man. Yes. I love them guy. And you make corn dogs, corn dog, man. That's right. Guy. So why do they call you corn dog, man, corn dog, man. Let me explain. 15 minute cutscene on the history of corn dogs. Um, and I retweeted that and I kid you not, Christopher fucking Randolph liked my retweet of that. <laughs> and so like even actors who have read scripts for Kojima are just like, yes. And so I do wonder, like since most of these actors, it's their first time working with Kojima, except for Troy Baker. I do wonder what their thoughts were on this script because like unfortunately at the end of the day man like I do feel kind of passionately about I mean I do feel very passionately about video games and it bums me out to think that there are these top tier actors that are just like yeah this script is kind of ham-handed and like a little juvenile but like that's video games you know what I mean like I don't want an actor to be like yeah movies have good scripts but video games sure as fuck don't like that it, it really bums me out that like the script couldn't have been better yeah. you know what i mean yeah. um but again i mean that's all speculation maybe they all had a great time and they and they're just like whatever this is video games nbd but like i don't know i mean i want actors to respect video games and i want people to think of video games as art obviously we've talked about that a lot um and i just think with a script like this like it just that's the one thing like all the other categories fantastic graphics are great gameplay is fun or whatever enjoyable um all this stuff is like checking the boxes for me but like the yeah. writing man come on so i don't know that's my so that's my that's alessio's prescribed so one soapbox per episode there we and go. then and then you could take that and then you can co-sign it sam right 
Yeah, just spread that like a marmalade across the entire season mm-hmm. until until somebody says otherwise. Yeah, I, I get this feeling that the characters are going to open up, and I, <laughs> I, I fucking hope that I'm right, because, like, I don't know. I, I just, I, I, I have no, <laughs> I hate to be like this, I have no basis in reality for thinking that they will, but I have this feeling <laughs> that they will, and I just hope that I'm correct I believe it, in so. you. Yeah, I believe I'm believing. In I'm believing in Kojima, but um, just just because I know that I won't get a final moment in the rest of the season to talk about this game, the last mm-hmm. thing that I want to say is, if you're listening to this and you're on the fence about playing Death Stranding because you think it's too weird, I'm gonna be that guy that says, guess what? It's not as weird as you think it is. Mm. Um, it could be weirder. Like as a matter of fact, I wish it was weirder. Um, <laughs> but like. It's like if you've seen Inception or any other Hollywood film that utilizes like kind of a, like a borderline surrealistic <coughs> plot device like this game. It's not symbolism if they show you something and then 12 people in the game tell you what it means. Mm-hmm. And so this game isn't like esoteric. Like by the time you get to the end, you're not going to be like man, what the fuck did all those symbols mean? Because like, they show you a dead whale, and then they're like, here's why there's dead whales. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. So like, it's not, it's not unapproachable. It's not dense like you think it might be. It's just dense in a different way. <laughs> well, it's like Inception. It's like it's weird enough to be interesting, but not weird enough that it turns you off. Right, 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 right. And um, yeah, if, if you're looking for like weird as fuck... Give me a project. Like, I need it to be so weird that I'm going to dedicate my life to it. <laughs> yeah, that's probably... It's not right. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not... This isn't uh, uh, Inland Empire by David Lynch. Mm. Like, it'll be fine. Um, maybe which a, is maybe weird, man. Death Stranding 2 will be that game. <laughs> yeah, I wish, man, because David Lynch and Hideo Kojima were in New York at the exact same time, and me and Chris Hampton were plotting to get them in the same room together, but it didn't happen. Oh, man, imagine, imagine, just fucking imagine. Yeah, I want to know what I want to know what David Lynch would think of this game. Mm. I want to see that that let's play. Well, who knows if we're even gonna? <laughs> here's who knows if we're even gonna <laughs> get another Death Stranding because because uh, many many uh, Death Stranding news here uh, is time for our news news. Uh, Hideo Kojima wants to make movies, so <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So his he did studio, trade up. His studio will make movies. He says not might will make movies. So yeah, I'm interested in that. So we'll see what <laughs> happens there. Uh, but yeah. Death Stranding, kind of our first looks. This is kind of this is kind of like it, it's it's a mood. It sure is a mood. This game, <laughs> um, and uh, much like Alessio has said, I I am feeling um, uh, primarily positive about my experiences with it so far. Uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see if the mountain breaks us. Um, I'm waiting for the dark overtones of this chiral network. It's all it's all so it's all so positive. I'm it just is, waiting well, for the that's why I'm dum, so dum, dum. that's why I'm so convinced that Amelie is bad. Oh, I didn't give you my hot take. My hot take is and you might already know this. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if this is real or not. You probably already know whether or not this is a thing. I think Samantha Strand, Amelie herself, I think Samantha is Sam's sister. Hmm. I don't know I, if that makes her good or bad or can not. I, can, I I make, can I make a mention really quickly? There's some like there's like some scenes, uh this very, very light spoilers for I think like chapter two. Um there's You're talking about baby Sam? 
Yeah, Baby Sam. There's some scenes where Baby Sam is on the beach with Amelie, and it feels very groomy and uncomfortable. I also want to say this. It feels very... The Decima engine cannot handle children because they all look like fucking Cabbage Patch creatures. <laughs> because we talked about Alloy, uh, Alloy, Alloy. Oh uh, yeah, Kid Alloy looks like a fucking monster creature. Ooh, buddy, <laughs> she looks like some fucking monster factory. Like, yeah, yeah, no, like ugh. children, like children in the Decima engine. Which I don't want to like talk too much shit because Horizon is a beautiful game. Just strategy. Oh yeah, looks great. But like, it feels like when the Decima engine creates children, it just takes a full size human and just like squishes it down and doesn't like <laughs> adjust for width. <laughs> yeah here's the most beautiful seascape you'll ever see in your life by the and way here's a demonic child also this infant monstrosity <laughs> yeah it handles babies just fine we yeah know babies that. are fine babies great adults great anything in between Blah. even though baby's ugly baby i'll do anything for bb bb's still ugly do you think lou is a boy or a girl i really can't tell um i don't know i don't think i don't really know yeah i really can't tell it looks like a boy because that big ass forehead, but mm-hmm. girls yes, got no, big I've met girls too. with big ass foreheads before. That's <laughs> <laughs> not is gender a, Alloy is a baby. Yeah, Alloy is a baby. Fucking monster creature. <laughs> park a fucking mule van on that girl's face. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. uh, that, that, uh, so that, that forehead's big enough to build so, a base for a bridge in there. Oh my God. I do want to say, like, shout out to Gorilla Games, Santa Monica Studio. Mm-hmm anybody because I, I guess this was like a big collaborative thing like i think insomniac even worked on like there were like five sony studios that worked on this yeah the, the sony studios are all very supportive of each other and i really like that they're always tweeting each other and like being real like nice to each other and it's very nice yeah cory barlog what up brother cory like, i hope cory's in this game yeah i hope so too he did lament not being asked to be scanned though mm-hmm. Like uh, that was like two or three weeks ago. What is it? So I don't know if Kojima was like get over here. Set every the, set the fucking ground zero off for us. The uh, uh, the uh, Corey's been standing this game for a long time. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yes. <laughs> What's yeah? I, I am I am happy. Some of the cameos definitely reinforce some of the episodes we've ha- we've had on this show. So I'm, I'm happy about that. <laughs> so we predicted the future. Yes, we did. Um. Yeah, I guess that is it for this episode. Um, thank you for joining us, Alessio. Thank you for taking time out to kind of join me. Of course. Like I've been saying, rocking it old school. Uh, yeah, old school, thanks, like for, old thanks school. for listening to the ramblings of an old killer. Yeah. Um, like we said kind of up at the top, like I said, we're going to be changing the Patreon structure a little bit as like a like a – not only a thank you, but a sorry for not being great with the video stuff. Um, uh, so we're losing money for you guys. <laughs> um, so you can check it out if you are if you'd like to uh, <coughs> join in on the fun uh, there. You can go to uh, patreon.com slash Metal Gear Mondays. We have a dollar will get you into our um, our discord where we have a lot of cool people chatting about Death Stranding and um uh, Metal Gear and just a bunch of random stuff, video games, movies, what we're reading, all kinds of cool stuff. Um, so you can come in and check that out if you like. Um, People from all over the world too, man. We got like yeah, Spain, Alaska, Spain. Some, Canada. Uh, yeah, so all kinds of places. Russia. We just got our we, first Russian. We did. We have uh, we have our first Russian. Welcome. 
Um, and uh, we'll have some new people to read on the show, some new names to read on the show here pretty soon. Um, so so stay tuned for that. Um, two dollars. We're doing our um, our Patriot Club, uh, which is uh, every two weeks we release a special second podcast uh, that. Uh, that's just random talk. Um, I do apologize this week's, uh, this, this week's, uh, or last week's has, was a little delayed because, uh, of just intense illness. Um, but we are going to be recording it here in a day or two and it'll be out soon. Um, so stay tuned for that. Um, what else you can go to, uh, facebook.com slash metal gear Mondays, like us there. Um, uh, Twitter at Metal Gear Monday. Um, we're very active on Twitter, and Twitter's we 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 love we love our Twitter. Um, Twitter at Metal Gear Monday. You can follow us there. Um, Instagram uh, Metal Gear Mondays. Uh, Bit.ly slash MGM Store. If you want to buy a shirt or something like that, we have a cool mug with Isaac's face on it too, um, and stickers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> of which I still have one. I think I think I've got a fumbling in the dark with Isaac Lim sticker on my fridge. Yes, it's a, it's a, it's a wonderful sticker. Um, still wish it was glow in the dark, but they don't have that capability on the website. We use, so, uh, um, uh, and yeah, just, just metal gear Mondays.com will get you links to all of the things. Um, YouTube as well. Metal YouTube.com to metal gear Mondays. Check out Alessio's stream. It's a pretty solid like demo of the first bits of the game. If you're, uh, on the fence about jumping in, it's a good, it'll be a good little primer for you. So check that out. Um, and yeah, metal gear Mondays.com. Alessio, where can they find you on the internet? Hey, you can find me at acsummerfield.com, slowly but surely. I'm chronicling my journey editing a film, um, and I'm going to be overhauling that website to include a lot more writing soon. Um, but you can also find me on Twitter at acsummerfield, um, youtube.com slash A-L-I-G-H-E-R-O. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, Vimeo, AC Summerfield. Yeah, anything, anything AC Summerfield except for my YouTube because it, it predated it all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, also add me on PSN. Spoiler alert: I've been getting inundated with PSN invitations. Yeah, I've been getting a lot I lo- of PSN I lo- requests. Yeah, somebody I love um, you guys. I, uh, hold on, I'm actually you're gonna hear me turning my PlayStation on right now. Ooh, because I Ooh, want I heard to. It. I want to give it. You heard that beep? Yeah. Um, and you'll yeah. probably hear a little bit of death stranding because I put it in rest mode. Um, I wanted Beautiful. to uh, do a quick shout out really quickly because. Um, uh, there it is. Uh, because somebody, it was Ooh. on. I don't know who uh, who this person is. I think it might be Luis Marine Junior. Potentially because of the name, but I is might it, be wrong. Is it Marine Rec? Marine Rec time. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's him. Uh, so Luis, thank you for this. Uh, just uh, just sent me a message right like mere like a minute before the game came out and said, "Good luck on your Death Stranding playthrough." And I was just like, "Thanks, man." Uh, so yeah. Luis, thank you for the, thank you for the encouragement. I appreciate that, uh, that very much. And now I'm going to put my PlayStation yeah. back into no, rest and, mode. <laughs> and I've definitely been enjoying those, but just like FYI, please don't get offended if you request to view my gameplay and I don't want to accept it mm. because I think after streaming the game for like eight hours straight, I'm just like, dog, I just want to play this by myself for a little bit. <laughs> um, I don't mind streaming it from time to time, but like... <laughs> Last night, um, somebody requested gameplay while I was playing, and I did see it, and I was like, man, I'm sorry. And I ended up sending a message later where I was like, hey, I hope you didn't take offense, but like, just I haven't gotten to sit down with this by myself, and I just really wanted to. Um, so feel free to add me to party chat and stuff like that, and like, depending on the time, um, I don't mind jumping in there. Um, but at the same time, like, 
I do want to also have a little bit of like a vacation from people mm. to play this game. And um, I constantly want to have vacations from people. So yeah, <laughs> as yeah, is yeah. my nature. So, but we do have a PSN community, so yes, if you look up Metal Gear Mondays on PSN, um, you can join our community, and if you stream or if you want to catch one of us streaming, it will update the community group when somebody is streaming. Yep. So that's pretty dope. Um, you can find me on the internet. My play, my uh, my PSN is Deadpool Alpha. Um, so again, you can still add me, and I'll say this every time. Please say that you're from Metal Gear Mondays when you add me, because I don't know one way or the other. I got a... Um, <laughs> I got a uh, friend request from somebody the other day that was had nothing in it and like the name looked super suspicious, so I just ignored it. Um, so make sure you're putting like a message in there when you request either one of us, just so we know. Um, and we will add you. Absolutely. We just have that. We just need to make sure. We just want to make sure that we're adding like the right people. So yeah, and same for anybody who's adding me on Facebook, because like I've actually had for some reason fairly recently, I think I've had like ten people in the last week. Mm. try to add me on Facebook and it's like we have zero mutual friends you don't send a message at all I have no fucking clue who you are and mm-hmm. it's just like a random person from a random part of the world and I'm just like I don't know could be and a like listener a, could be a yeah. Russian ad bot <laughs> we don't know yeah and like way back when maybe like a year ago I used to just be like sure thing like you look good but yeah. then like like you look like a decent human being but like now it's gotten to the point where it's like I just see so many people getting hacked on Facebook that I'm just like deleting if I don't know mm-hmm. what the context is. Same. So if you are um, a listener, shoot me a follow or something first or shoot me a message before you send me a friend request if you do want to do the Facebook thing. Um, but yeah, just uh, just want to put that out there. Yeah. Um, and then you can also find me on Twitter at Sandal. You can just follow that one. Um, and uh, uh, YouTube bit.ly slash Sam does a thing. Oh or, yes. yeah, but that slash Sam does a thing where I just do stuff. Yeah, I my my brain shut down for a second, and I thought <laughs> I said something completely different from what I actually. I, I don't know. Uh, ignore me, but yeah, follow me on those places. Sam and, Sam uh, Sam does at Hing <laughs> at Ting um, at Ing. Yeah, that's me. Um, and yeah, I think that's it, Alessio. Um, I oh shit! To- I should have prepped. I can't remember how we end these. No, it's new, so it's new, so it's okay. This is I'm gonna I'm gonna help you. Um, I just wanted to throw this out there. It's just like even though you even oh, yeah, though you that. moved like literally as far away from me as you possibly could without leaving the lower 48 United States. Um, I don't well, not to spoil Death Stranding or anything, but you know I'm gonna be the first to go. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like New York's just gone in yep. Death Stranding. Yep. We start in fucking DC, brother. Um, <laughs> even though. You have decided to move as far away from possible as me. Uh, I, you know, will never really be that far apart because of the network we have established and the strands that we have established over these last almost 10 years of friendship. Um, And I just like like, we've got some sort of connection or something. (laughs) (laughs) I feel you.
edge of their territory. And so I... Sorry, Jerry just freaked me. I... (laughs) He saw saw a ghost. Oh, my God. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Hold on. I just went into a cutscene. Jerry's notifying me about BTs. (laughs) Um, Yikes. Good Lord. Hold on. I think there might be a... Gerald, sweet boy. I think there might be a a member of the UCA trying to deliver a package next door. 